Welcome back, everybody. My name is Victor Nieves. You're listening to the Deep Dive Podcast. This is the place where every single week we dissect one subject, and as the name of the podcast would imply, we do a real deep dive into the subject. I explain it, I unpack it, and then I give, uh, I, I typically, if I'm being intellectually honest, I give a little bit of my opinion regarding the matter. And today, I'm not going to wait. Uh, I'm not going to. I'm not going to piddle fart or or poke around the bush today. I am coming out guns a blazing against the absolute scam, the the lie, the the charade, the garbage that is the Biden administration's decision to. Now, there's air quotes. You can't see this, but I'm putting air quotes up right now. The Biden decision. The Biden. Uh, uh, the Biden administration's decision to quote unquote cancel or forgive student loan debt. We're going to describe exactly why that's a terrible idea, why that's actually not even a real thing, that you can't just wave a magic wand and and declare, right? This isn't the office when Michael Weston declared bankruptcy. You can't just declare that you've you've forgiven or you've canceled all student loan debt. That's simply not how it works. See, the reality is whether people are are willing or able to accept it or not, the reality is that there's no such thing as a free lunch, right? Someone will always have to pay for everything. If you purchase something, there is always going to be a price for that. And we've told generations and generations of young people, we've told them that they have to go to college. They have to go get this degree. Otherwise, they're going to live in a cardboard box. They're going to be homeless. Nobody's going to like them. Nobody's ever going to marry them. They're never going to get a family. They're just going to end up, you know, the worst horrible outcome for their entire life if they don't go to college. Now, obviously, that's a lie. We have trade schools. We have all sorts of career paths that do not require you to have a degree. But we as a society, we have really, really encouraged, uh, if not almost coerced, young kids into going to college and purchasing a bag of goods that's actually a bag of dog crap, right? College has not been a profitable venture for the vast majority of young people who went to college. They got a useless degree, this piece of paper that does essentially nothing. They, they, they spend, you know, somewhere between $50,000 and $150,000, a lot of them, to go get this useless piece of paper. They turn around and leave college and they can't pay for it. They can't, they can't get a job that will pay for the piece of paper that they just spent all of this time, four years of their life, and potentially hundreds of thousands of dollars they have invested into this piece of paper that society demanded that they go get, right? Everyone pressured them into going and getting this piece of paper. They get it, and now they're just left. They're up a creek with no paddle, and society says, yeah, well, to heck with you, right? That is an actual problem. But the answer to that problem isn't for the federal government to pretend that they can wave this magic wand and make all of the problems disappear overnight. That's not how this works, right? At the end of the day, everything has a price. There is no such thing as a free lunch. And I say this, by the way, as someone who would stand to benefit from the cancellation of student loans. I, I owe somewhere around $15,000 at the time of this recording. I owe somewhere around $15,000 in student debt. Well, the Biden administration has promised that they're going to cancel between ten dollars and $20,000 per borrower, right? Per person, they're going to cancel between ten dollars and $20,000 in student loans. 
I would potentially stand to benefit greatly from this. I'm not someone who can't relate to you. I'm not someone who can't, you know, empathize with with your circumstance. If you happen to be someone who owes money, uh, you know, you went and you got your degree and now you're still paying off those college loans. I understand that you may think that it sounds nice or that there's something enticing about the idea that someone would come along and wave this magic wand and you'd no longer have to pay for that loan that you took out. But that's not how life works. See, that's not the reality. If it was reality, and the federal government could just wave a magic wand and declare that debts had been forgiven, there's going to be a lot of people who really want to have their mortgage paid off. But again, I say that's just simply not how it works. There is no such thing as a free lunch. And at the end of the day, you and I, as uh, college students, assuming that you have student loan debt, you and I made a decision No one put a gun to our heads. Nobody forced us to go get a degree. Now, there may have been people in society, like I said, that maybe coerced or convinced or or really just, you know, pressured us to get a degree. That's that's a very realistic possibility. That's a very real thing. And to them, I would say shame on you, right? To the people who, who you know, really coerced and convinced people that they had to go get a degree, shame on you. That, that was wrong, right? That shouldn't have been the case. But at the end of the day, no one put a gun to your head and forced you to get that degree. Nobody put a gun to your head and forced you to take out a giant loan, especially for a useless degree. There's people out there with gender studies degrees that are absolutely worthless, and they paid $150,000 to get them at the UC Berkeley. That is an absolute problem. So first and foremost, before we go any further, I just want to make sure that we all understand there is no such thing as a free lunch. You don't just magically snap your fingers and make things disappear. That's not how life works. Now, next, I also want to mention that this is completely unconstitutional, right? The the Biden administration cannot point to anything in Article 2 of the United States Constitution, which lays out the powers of the executive. It lays out the powers of the president. There is nothing Nothing at all, nothing whatsoever in Article 2 that the Biden administration could point to to say this is where we get our authority from. This is where the Constitution says that the president has the unilateral authority. Remember, Congress didn't pass a law. This wasn't a piece of legislation. Joe Biden just sat down, put pen to paper, did a little loop-de-doop and said, ha-ha, There you go. You don't have to pay this back anymore. That's not constitutional. The president does not, he's not a king. We don't live in a monarchy. The president is not a king. He doesn't have the authority to do this. So first and foremost, when anything happens, when our government does anything whatsoever, we should always cross-reference their actions with the Constitution. And if there is no constitutional power granted to them to do whatever it is they're doing, then they can't do it. So before we go any further, before I talk about our national debt, before I talk about the economic ramifications, before I talk about, you know, just the 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 basic morality of such a thing, we have to understand from the very get-go that this is totally unconstitutional. They do not have the authority, the Biden administration, they do not have the authority to make this kind of a decision. Now, on top of that, Keep in mind that I'm literally, so I just pulled this up at the time of the recording of this podcast. I went to the usdebtclock.org, which is just live in, in real time, monitors the United States national debt. Right now, we are $30,734,581,000,000, and then somewhere around 800000 and the rest is just a number that goes on too frequently. We are 30000000000 
trillion dollars in debt. We are, does anybody wrap their head around that number completely? 30.7 trillion dollars in debt. Our nation isn't just rolling in money. It's not like we have this abundance of dollars to just be throwing around to programs like this that are, again, as we established, unconstitutional edicts of a president that has no authority to do this. But we are 30.7 trillion dollars in debt. And the national inflation rates are going through the freaking roof. We are economically, this is just an objective fact, we are economically in a very, very bad position. The last thing that you would ever want to do is decide to just write off. Okay, so let's just explain how this works. The United States issues out loans to students when they want to go to college. This is very important. I know I know a lot of us know this, but maybe some people aren't super familiar with how this works. The government goes to these students and says, if you want to go to college, we will pay for your college. You just pay us back. So a student, say student named John, student John goes to a four-year college He spends $65,000 between room and board. He spends $65,000 on his education, and then he has promised the government that he will pay them back. So John doesn't actually pay any of that money. John just goes, and the government has already paid it. John doesn't really necessarily even get the money. It goes from the government to the school. That's how these government loans work. It goes from the government to the school. John is then told later down the road that he no longer has to pay that off. Well, what happened? Where where did this money come from, right? Well, the government was the only one that ever paid it, which means the government received that money from the taxpayer. So the taxpayer pays for John to go to school with the understanding, this is what John agreed to, with the understanding that John will pay them back down the road. That's the entire premise. The taxpayers pay for John's education while John promises to pay them back. If the federal government just steps in and says, hey, by the way, John no longer has to pay you back, that's not student loan forgiveness. That's student loan transfer. You're you're transferring that debt. You're taking it away from John, the guy who is supposed to actually pay it, and you're just telling the taxpayer one giant F you of, yeah, I know that we had a deal with John, but you know we just kind of let him off the hook. Did any of us vote on that? No, we didn't vote on that. Was there a piece of legislation on that? No, there was never a piece of legislation on that. It's a whole crock of dog crap. So now get this. Here's the really insulting part. To all of the people who did it the right way, to all of the people who worked diligently day in and day out to pay off their debt, the debt that, like I said, I'm beating a dead horse here, but the debt that they agreed to pay back, the very same debt that they signed a piece of paper and said, I promise you, I will pay this back. Those people who did it right, those people who honored their word, those people who followed the rules and did it right, who busted their butt, now they have finally paid off their debt and they're being told by the government, oh, by the way, you also have to pick up the bill for everyone else out there who didn't work as hard as you, who didn't plan as hard as you, who didn't do it the right way and just mooched off the system and dishonored their agreement. Now you have to pay their bill. Imagine this. Imagine that you have a single mom with two kids 
And she needs to go to college. She needs to go to college so that she can further her career. She needs to get a a degree to get the next promotion. And without that promotion, she's not going to be able to afford to to feed her kids, right? She's got a mortgage. She's got to feed her kids, so on and so forth. She's in a real financial bind, a, a real financial bind. And the only way that she sees hope is to go to college. She's been told, you know, you got to go to college. You got to do this. You got to do that. So this woman with her kids, and and she's a single mom, so on and so forth, she busts her butt, and she spends years in night school. She picks up a second job. She might even pick up a third job. She grinds. I mean, she puts her nose to the grindstone and busts her butt for years and years and years. She does it the right way, and she finally pays off her student loans. She finally does it right. And then the government walks in, smacks her across the face, gives her a big F you and says, huh, now that you did it the right way, now that you put in all that work, now that you busted your butt for years and years and years, guess what you get to do? You also get to pay for Billy down the road who picked up a useless gender studies degree and never once worked a day in his life. See, this is what happens when government gets to pick winners and losers. And the people who always advocate for government picking winners and losers, they are the losers of life. They're the selfish, they're the entitled, they're the dishonest, they're the people who don't want to honor the agreement that they made to pay off the bill that they freely took themselves. And the price tag for everybody else is over $260 billion on the conservative end. That's assuming that the only people who got this so-called cancellation are the people who got $10,000. Keep in mind, an awful lot of people are getting $20,000 in student loans, so-called forgiveness. This comes at a bill of hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars at a time when our economy is in the gutter already. Inflation is through the roof already. Americans are struggling to make ends meet already. And the, and, and, and the government comes in and does something this astronomically stupid. Now, here's the real question. Was this a one-off? Is this going to be a one-time thing? Is this going to only apply to the people who have already taken out loans? What about the people who take out loans tomorrow? What about the people who take out loans in five to ten years? Have we now just started a precedent that the United States government is never going to require anyone to pay off the loans that they take? Is this going to continue on and on and on through future generations because now... Imagine that this actually goes through. Imagine that the Supreme Court allows this to happen and they allow the president to totally usurp the power of the purse that belongs rightfully belongs to Congress. Assume that they allow this to go through. Imagine a world after this where everyone who then signs up to go to, to go to college and they sign off on that loan, they're going to have reason to believe that they're not going to have to pay those loans back. But imagine that that's not what happens. Imagine that the government has just had this one-off decision to pick winners and losers, and they only allow everyone to get this student loan forgiveness one time. And anyone who purchases uh, college, uh, purchases a college degree essentially is what happens when you go to college. Anyone who takes out this loan in the future is just screwed. Well, here's the real interesting factor. 
What do you think is going to happen to the price of college tuition now? Because people are going to be willing to sign off for more. They're going to be willing to sign up for more expensive colleges because they're going to assume that that's going to get paid off. They're going to assume that they're not actually going to have to pay for those loans, so they're going to be willing to pay more. When the market, when the colleges realize that students are willing to pay more because they assume, after all, that they're going to get forgiveness for these loans, when the colleges realize that the students have decided that they think they're going to get their loans paid for, what do you think is going to happen to the price of college going forward? It's going to skyrocket. It's going to absolutely go through the roof because these colleges are going to realize that, well, these kids are willing to pay an awful lot more money and the market will dictate the price of the good. And right now, Oh my goodness, we could get into a whole deep dive into that. The price of college has been so disgustingly inflated by the existence of government, these federally subsidized loans. When you go back and you study the history of federally subsidized loans, they jacked the price of colleges through the freaking roof because of this, because the market then decided that a certain price was worthwhile, and now you add into that this X factor of maybe these kids are going to assume that these college loans are just going to be paid off, that these college loans are just going to be so-called, you know, quote-unquote, forgiven. What do you think is going to happen to the price of college going forward? And then imagine all the kids who get screwed because they assume that it's going to be paid for. They assume it's going to be forgiven. They're willing to sign off on this giant, egregious tuition price just to find out that the government only did this one time, that this was just a one-off, and the government decided to pick their winners and losers, and unfortunately for them, they were the loser who got stuck with this gigantic bill and is also, by the way, still having to pay for everyone else's college, all of those entitled selfish brats that fought tooth and nail to get a president to violate the Constitution and usurp the power of Congress so that he could forgive student loans, which he didn't have the constitutional authority to do so. All of those people, they got their college for free because they're a bunch of selfish brats, as we have established. They got their college for free. But everyone else down the road is now living in a world with this ridiculously confusing precedent, a market that has been completely ruined when it comes to college tuition, and an economy in the United States that's been absolutely demolished by inflation, which is obviously only going to continue to get bigger and badder and worse. The Biden administration has truly taken one of the dumbest actions that I've ever seen in my entire life. This is among the dumbest, and they've managed while doing this. They've managed to draw the ire of both the left and the right. And you might wonder, why are people on the left upset about this? Isn't this exactly what they've been wanting? And from a certain perspective, yes, this is exactly what they've been wanting, but they're not grateful. They're not happy with $10,000. They want $50,000. They want $60,000. Keep in mind, some of these people got their gender studies degree from the UC Berkeley, and they're $100,000 in debt. $10,000 when you're already owing hundred grand and you've been promised student loan forgiveness, that's a slap across the face. They thought they were going to get so much more, but they only get offered this little, in their eyes, this little token. They only get offered this little sliver of what they were asking for. It's like a smack across the face. The Biden administration has somehow managed to, to, to thread that very narrow needle and managed to do the dumbest thing humanly possible while pissing off the left and the right simultaneously. Because the people on the left, I'm telling you, they're not grateful. They're not going to be happy about this. They're not going to, they're going to, they might have a moment 
where they're excited about it. They might have a moment where they're happy about it. But at the end of the day, when they realize they still owe another $95,000, they're going to go looking right back to Papa Government, begging for Papa Government, Big Brother Government, to come and pay off their student loans. And if it doesn't happen, they're not going to be grateful. They're, they're, they're not going to be appeased. You can't appease them. They're insatiable. Their desire for other people's money and for handouts is literally insatiable. So they're going to continue and continue like little baby birds in the nest. They're going to keep chirping for mama to come throw up in their mouth, asking for the government to come and give them more taxpayer dollars for free. And hopefully, Lord willing, it doesn't happen. This is why we don't do these kinds of things. This is why the federal government doesn't act outside of its constitutional authorities. This is why we don't just start to to write down on a piece of paper and start willy-nilly writing off a whole category of people's debts. That's why we don't set bad precedents. That's why you don't open Pandora's box. There's a darn good reason this hasn't happened before, Joe Biden. So you've managed to do one of the dumbest things I've ever seen in my entire life. Congratulations. Anyways, folks, that's all I've got for today. I hope you enjoyed today's podcast. It's made possible by the supporters over on Locals. If you have not yet become a supporter, I encourage you to do so. It means the world to me. It's $3 a month. That's like a McChicken and a half. Go to thegoons.locals.com. Once again, that's thegoons, G-O-O-N-S, thegoonsatlocals.com. That helps keep the lights on, folks. That is the reason that these podcasts continue to come out is because of the fantastic fantastic supporters over on locals at thegoons.locals.com folks until next time thank you for listening keep me in your prayers keep your country in your prayers god bless